Hello everyone, welcome. Get yourself in here now and let's gather around the Word of Almighty God. If you're there in a nursing home facility or hospital, sadly, I hope you're not, but if you are, the Lord's right there with you. Or if you're there at home and so many folks are able to watch uh, as you're incarcerated. And so if you're there, no matter who you are or where you are, if you have a copy of the Word of God, we're going to be looking at some scripture in Luke chapter 5. But before we do, let me encourage you to put this on your calendar. We just closed out camp meeting at Freedom, and what a time. I mean, it was just God Almighty moving, uh, souls coming to Christ, lives being touched. All glory to the Lord as we seek to come together as the church here in our country. Don't ever give up. Don't ever concede. We do not have defeat. We have victory. And we are on our way by the grace of God following the Lord Jesus to a place that he has prepared for us. He said in John 14, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Oh, the glorious thought that by God's holy grace, we will look upon his face one of these days, the face of our Savior, who reached down in sin and picked us up out of that miry clay, according to Psalms 40, set us on a rock and established our goings. And now as we follow him, he's journeying with us. And one of these days, we're going to get to where we're going. I appreciate Skylar. Uh, she grew up there at church and uh, trying to get moved back home. Lives in Nashville right now. But she comes in from time to time. And when she's home visiting, we always love to hear her sing. And so she's going to join her dad and myself, and we're going to do this song that a lot of people like, and I like it a lot too. It simply says this, when I get where I'm going. But I like it. I might mess up, and I might forget it, and I might know it, not know exactly where we're going on it. You roll with it. But with that said, it ain't about a performance. It's about worship. And this song gets me a little tore up. When I get where I'm going. <laughs> I can't wait to see my old granny. But most of all to see Jesus. Now we're not there yet. But we're going. By the grace of God. Guaranteed by the words of Jesus. When I get where I'm going. Praise the Lord. I get where I'm going On the far side of the sky First thing that I might do Spread my wings and fly Might land beside a lion Who knows Run my fingers through his mane 
I might find out what it's like to ride a drop of rain. Yeah, when I get where I'm going, there'll be no more happy tears. Only happy tears. I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all. And I'll leave my heart wide open. I will love and have no fear. Yeah, when I get where I'm going, don't cry for me down here. Debbie, we're going to dance at your funeral. She got it wrote down. You mind me telling that? Going to walk with my old granny. She'll match me step for step. I'll tell her how I've missed her every minute since she left. Then I'll hug her neck. Yeah, when I get where I'm going, there'll be only happy tears. I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all these years. And I'll leave my heart wide open. I will love and have no fear. Yeah, when I get where I'm going, don't cry for me. So much pain and too much darkness in this old world we stumble through. Too many questions I can't answer. Too much work to do. But when I get where I'm going and I see my Savior's face, and we stand together in the light of His amazing grace. Yeah, when I get where I'm going. <laughs> oh, when I get where I'm going. is faithful 
Even in the book of Lamentations, great is thy faithfulness, O God, unto us. So no matter what's going on around us, we have God's promise tucked down in our hearts within us. And according to Romans 4, whatever God promises, He performs. One of these days, we are going to get to where we're going. And we're going to be united with all of our loved ones, family, and friends. And best of all, we will see Him. So what a promise. Hold to that promise. But right now, we must embrace our purpose as God's people. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we were in uh, Luke chapter 5, and we were just going down, you know, verse by verse through here. Uh, and I asked you there before the song uh, if you would uh, take your Bibles. But before we read the scripture, let me give you just a couple of words. One about Hadassah House, the ministry of Hadassah House. We need your prayers. We are working uh, feverishly to get into the new facility where we can expand. Uh, God is so richly blessing as souls are being saved and lives are being changed. We got a beautiful letter from Tennessee the other day of a family whose young daughter had came to us and the Lord saved her and she was able to just by the power of God and her uh, dedication to God. Because let me interject this. Even God can't help those who refuse to help themselves. You've got to have a desire, a hunger, and a thirst for righteousness. And then as Jesus said, all these other things will be added. Sadly, a lot of young ladies come through Hadassah House and they're not serious and they're not dedicated to Christ and they're really not looking to change their lives. But those who really give the sum of who they are to the total of who Jesus is. He's the one who saves their soul. And then he's the one who will guide and lead their lives and provide for them. He must increase, we must decrease. But the family was so appreciative. And those of you who help and stand with us, you are a vital part of this ministry. As I was on the way to the studio today, uh, last evening, uh, Family Emergency Services sent us a young mother and her little 18-month-old uh, little daughter, and they're with us now. We have one older lady that's battling cancer, going through chemo. We are an independent Christian ministry reaching out to the needs of ladies and young ladies across our region, and God is richly blessing this effort. Uh, we did not take the state licensure that the entire General Assembly of Virginia allowed us as a church to operate. But still being under their inspections and their expectations, uh, we just decided to go independent. Our local state senator agrees. Our uh, local state delegates agrees. Every attorney that I've talked to in the last year have agreed. So we're an independent Christian ministry who receives funding from God Almighty, His people. And that's how God is doing this. And He's providing and blessing, and we appreciate 
you, and we appreciate all of those of you who stand with us in all the different tentacles of the ministry at uh, Freedom Tabernacle Ministries, but especially this phase of the ministry that's just being heavily blessed of God. Young ladies coming out of jail, out of recovery court, uh, coming from family services, emergency family services, and from individual families, individual pastors and churches who run into people that have a need not just to say be blessed, but provide a roof over their head, clothing when they need it, food, uh, toiletries, everything, uh, everything that they need. And more importantly than anything else, the gospel of the Son of God. Because the gospel still saves souls and the gospel still changes lives. Visit us at Freedom. You have an opportunity coming up in a couple of weeks on July the 3rd, uh, July the 2nd. Let me correct that now. July the 2nd and July the 3rd, we have our patriotic Celebrate America play. Uh, it's about, uh, it's a military-based play written by Heather Powers, one of our young ladies there at the church. Uh, Heather, good, Heather Powers, good pastor, let me get that right. Some of these kids, they grow up so fast, I can't keep up with them. They get married, got children. Uh, Heather's a blessing. Her, matter of fact, her husband, Jimmy, one of our youth pastors there at Freedom, uh, he's a great actor, too, in these plays. Heather has written this play. We did it last 4th of July, and we're doing it again. So put that on your calendar. Check it out on the website, on Facebook, or on the app, and we'll have more information about that patriotic Celebrate America play. Then on July the 4th, that's on Monday, I think this is the second, and th <laughs> let me get it right, July 2nd and 3rd is the play, and then July 4th, 5th, and 6th, Brother Jonathan McNeese, in my opinion, one of the most outstanding preachers in America today. He'll be there preaching the Word of God in this special meeting as we celebrate our country. And as we celebrate our country and thank God for it, let's just remember what we talked about a couple of weeks ago here in Luke chapter 5 and these opening verses all the way down through verse 11. We talked about Peter's observation in verse 1 through 3, his obedience in verse 4 and 5, uh, his omnipotence that came from the Lord because when they had this done, let me make this point again. When Jesus said, let's launch out into the deep, Peter obeyed. He got out of shallow water, he got into deep water. You're not going to catch any fish if, if your ship is on the shore. We can only catch fish when our ship is out in the deep water. So he went from shallow water to deep water in obeying the Lord. We left you the last time. When, it was amazing. Peter's boat became the Lord's pulpit. And sitting at the feet of Jesus, Peter heard the word. We've got to have the word. We cannot emphasize enough the importance of the word of God coming into our lives. When little Mary sat out in the living room, and sat at the feet of Jesus receiving his word. She was being prepared greatly for the work of God. Martha in the kitchen, kitchen doing her thing, uh, you know, told Jesus, make her help me. Jesus said, Martha, uh, Martha, Mary has chosen the good part that won't be taken away from her. You are cumbered about with much serving. If we are cumbered in the work of God, hindered in the work of God, fishing all night and not taking anything, 
doing our thing our way. That is not the good part. We get cumbered about doing God's work in other ways that are not really based in his word. You've got to get the word to know the will and then engage in the work. You can't start engaging in the work. Then you'll miss the will <laughs> and you, because you don't know the word. Jesus said a mouthful when he said that to Martha. Martha, Martha, you're cumbered about with much serving. Now he's teaching Peter the same concept. Peter's omnipotence came from God as a result of his obedience to God. Get out in the deep. Whatever Jesus taught, it really affected the heart of Peter. He didn't uh, resist. He just obeyed. Left shallow water, got in the deep water. Throw out the nets. Now Peter sort of resists lightly. He says, Master, we've toiled all night and taken nothing. And then he was apprehended. See, the Holy Spirit of God will move upon us. He'll squeeze us down when we start our old selfish stuff that he may show us spiritual, scriptural stuff. Just obey. Don't question God. Jesus knows the best thing because Jesus has all power and he shares all power with us. So Peter said, nevertheless, at thy word... I will. Now Peter's will is bending to God's will because he's obeying God's word. Now when he grabs the nets, he's not the only one grabbing the nets. <laughs> they grab the nets. In other words, Jesus walked over and put his hands on Peter's <laughs> nets. Man, let the hands of Jesus... Get into your preaching, preacher. Let the hands of Jesus be all over your singing, all over your teaching, all over your witnessing, point blank, all over your life. Because if you don't give him your heart, once you've given him your soul, it's all up here. But when it comes from up here and flows down here, then we're not just a hearer of the word, but we are doers of the word just like James teaches us to be. So when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And the nets were breaking. They were getting back from verse 9 to 11, Peter's obsession. Man, he was moved. He not only had an encounter and an experience, he was moved. He fell down on his knees, grabbed the calves of the legs of the Son of God and said, depart from me, O Lord. He went from a superficial uh, salutation of master to a deep felt heart wrenched obsession. Oh Lord, get away from me. I'm a sinful man. But Jesus saves sinners and then he makes those sinners his sons and daughters and then he, uh, he employs us and sends us out into his work. Uh, Luke 9, 23, if any man wants to be my disciple, let him deny himself. So Peter didn't say, I'm too tired. Peter didn't say, Lord, listen, we've fished all night, taking nothing. And he, 
the resistance stopped there and became obedience when he said, nevertheless. Once you get beyond that mental point of impact and then the response and, and then our rep reply and then our obedience goes from hearing to doing, then something happened. What happened? Jesus did what Peter was totally, even though he was a professional fisherman growing up on that lake, Jesus did what he could never do. He summons the whole school of fish. <laughs> you do what you can, and then he'll do what you can't. And when you're in partnership with him, he will bless the little bit that we can do. But even the little bit we can do, we can't do nothing without him. He gave us mobility. He gave us life. And then faith reaches beyond what we're able to do. That's why faith is the only thing that pleases God. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Faith, great faith, is what moves God. No faith, God can't bless that. He doesn't have anything to work with. Little faith, well, God can certainly use little faith, but when he sees great faith, <laughs> my, he can move mountains. And we can say if faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, when we have faith not in our thing, not in our doing, but in him and his capabilities, his ability and capability is unlimited. Mine is extremely limited, but he will take my limited little bit and let me partner into his unlimited boundless supply. They had so many fish, they'd never seen it like that. James and John had to go out there and help them. Both ships were sinking with fish when they got back to shore. And now Peter's obsession, depart from me, O Lord, I'm a sinful man. And then Jesus said, don't you be overwhelmed. He said in verse 10, fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. The winners of souls is wise, Proverbs says. We are commissioned and called by Christ to go into all the world as his people, as his church, and preach the gospel to every creature. Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. Deutimus in the Greek. The unlimited power and resources of God. And God is changeless. That tells us all that the same power that was at work on that little Galilean fishing vessel some 2,000 years ago, that same power is right here in this television studio right now. That same power is right there in your place of viewing. That same power, dear beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, is available to us today. And Jesus said, from henceforth, you'll catch men. Every effort. That's why Paul said, if Christ is preached, I don't care if it's even of contention. Christ is preached and I will rejoice that the message of Jesus is going out. All of us messengers are flawed to an extent, but we're all going to be judged of God at the judgment. So we've got to judge ourselves as we, every day as we prepare for that day. And if I want to be pleasing to him then and hear him say, well done, 
then I have to be busy well-doing now and judging myself and assaying myself as being extremely limited. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. And so self-denial equals true biblical humility. In ourselves, we can't do anything. But if we think we can do everything and anything, then God resists the proud. But he gives grace. James says more grace. Saving grace, strengthening grace, serving grace to live, to, to serve him. And when they had brought their ships to land, watch verse 11, they forsook all and followed him. For the same power that was out there on those waters were right there on the shore. Now, did that make Peter perfect? No. He denied and cursed the Lord on crucifixion morning. But then on Pentecost, he was preaching the word of God. Quit examining the messenger and get all obsessed with the message because the message is the mercy of our master. Will he have mercy on this wicked world? Yes. Jonah, you're missing that, that big old gourd leaves <laughs> because it shaded you from the sun. And when you lost that thing, you had pity on it and you, you missed it. Jonah, God said, I've got mercy for the people of Nineveh. You wanted to see judgment on them. I want to see justification to them. And I think a lot of times we may have that same Jonah syndrome. Sinners and people in this world are not our enemy. Satan is. And God's mercy is available. It's the master and his message of mercy that's got to be our mission as God's people. Through this summer of 22, looking into the election, we've got to catch men. How do we do that? By sharing Christ with them. Don't give the devil place. Don't give the devil opportunity to show the world our criticism, our self-centeredness. Deny yourself. Deny myself. And take up our cross daily and do just what Peter and them were doing, following the Lord wholeheartedly. And when, we, when he fell, Jesus picked him up. When he cursed, Jesus kissed him and filled him with the Holy Spirit and said, Peter, do you love me more than these? In other words, there, down there below Capernaum, everything that was engaged and in, 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 that was affecting Peter's earthly life was in view. And Jesus said, do you love me more than these? Let us ask ourselves the question right now. Do we really love our Lord more than anything in this world? If we do, then we're willing to give up ourselves to him because he constantly gives up himself to us. What a Savior, what a Lord, nobody like him. Thank you so much for watching. Till next time, may God bless you richly. Then may he use you for his glory and to be a real blessing to someone else.
Brother Mike Sage here, pastor of Freedom Tabernacle Baptist Church, director of Freedom Tabernacle Ministries in Atkins, Virginia. I certainly appreciate you watching. We depend upon your prayers, your participation, and your partnership. Please remember, you can come by our website anytime, uh, ftministries.org, our YouTube channel, Focus of Freedom. Come by the uh, Facebook page. Freedom Tabernacle Ministries, Atkins, Virginia. And it would be a blessing to me if you would take time to go to any app store and download our app, the Freedom Tabernacle app. And that way you can join us on our daily podcast, stay up with everything God's doing uh, through us and with us, and just labor together with us for the advancement of God's great kingdom of His gospel and His grace.